0: Welcome inside the newsroom. My name is Kelsey Bradshaw and I'm the news
1: editor at the University Star. Today I'm here with Carly Porterfield, assistant news editor of the University Star.
2: Bernardo Leonez, Jr., news director at KTSW 89.9.
1: And Sarah Duran, news
0: reporter, KTSW FM 89.9. All right, we had some pretty kind of intense and weird headlines this week. The first one was a school bus
1: crash. Mm -hmm. We started off the week on kind of a rough note. Um, Monday evening, I was actually at home when I got the news. I wasn't in the office that day, but I got a text from a friend who's close to SMCISD, and he told me that some elementary school students were involved in a bus crash, like I guess they were going down um, Highway 21 near the San Marcos Municipal Airport, and they were actually rear-ended by an 18-wheeler. And of course, that's very scary, mm-hmm. especially because San Marcos is such a tight-knit community. Here, that some they went to Travis Elementary, so to hear mm-hmm. some elementary students were involved in that kind of crash was very scary. Um, it kind of, you know, it kind of shook up the community. Once KV News
0: they had tweeted out a photo of the bus crash. I don't, it like gave me goosebumps mm-hmm. because the school bus was really just kind of. Mm-hmm. Torn up, for lack of a better term. I think yeah, the picture worse than it actually was, because right? yeah.
1: everyone ended up being okay. Mm-hmm. They took 10 kids to Central Texas Medical Center f- with minor injuries, and thankfully, they were all okay. Um, the ac- But the driver of the truck, the 18-wheeler that hit the school bus, was transported to um, Brackenridge in Austin, which usually means that they had more serious injuries, and we haven't heard any news of what happened since then, so hopefully they're okay too
2: mm-hmm. and i mean the accident like you all said i mean st- happened at around five fifteen on highway 21 um near the gary job corps entrance but thankfully i mean the well not thankfully but i mean the the the, the injuries to the cho- children were not um major or anything like that they were all released at the hospital by 9 p.m that same night so thankfully Thankfully, I mean, and nothing the was principal
0: stayed at the hospital as well. Yeah, yeah. The Travis mm-hmm.
2: Elementary principal, Nikki Konecki, stayed at the hospital mm-hmm. until all the children were released. So, I mean, that on her behalf was just, I mean, really remarkable, in my opinion, at least.
0: That really is, I don't know, that's just like a mm-hmm. nice, because, you know, that's a horrible thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And that's just like a nice way for that kind of news piece to end was just mm-hmm. that all of the children were okay. And the principal stayed all night just mm-hmm. to make sure, which... Mm-hmm. Side note, that's why we should pay teachers more. Right. But, you know, whatever.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine how scary it must have been for those yeah. parents to get a call, like, your kids in the hospital. So yeah. I think to yeah. have the principal there was probably very um, kind of relaxing. Calming, yeah. yeah calming yeah. for definitely the kids. And the kids themselves, I'm sure they were freaked out. I mean, yeah. they're just, like, babies at that And age. that's
0: something, too, where, like, with San Marcus. I mean, some unpredictable things happen every week as far as news goes. But with this, this does not happen here all of the time, whereas it does kind of in larger cities. You Mm -hmm. hear about car crashes Mm -hmm. and bus crashes all the time. But with this, it was kind of like, oh, my goodness, I don't – This is terrible. This is awful. So, yeah. yeah. And the second press release didn't really give us any extra information about that the city had sent out about the driver because we're not sure, like, what kind of condition he was in, if he was in any sort of condition while he was driving. Um, We just know that he was taken to Brackenridge. So Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see as, like, this week goes on if we can get any updates Mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. Moving on to kind of the most bizarre thing I think that we've talked about on this podcast (laughs) On Tuesday, the city's website went offline after a hacker made threats to shut it down because of a 2013 incident involving a Marcus police officer. So the, I, this, is, okay, this is kind of a weird thing. It's kind of silly. It's kind of funny. Um, so what happened was, was that a video was posted to YouTube on Tuesday by the alleged hacker who calls themselves, we're not sure if it's he or she or if it's multiple people, the Bitcoin baron. Um, And the hacker said that they would attack the San Marcos website nonstop in retribution for a violent assault on a Texas State alumna by Corporal James Palermo, former San Marcos Police Department um, police officer. And so... The city shut its website down because all of a sudden all of my reporters were texting me and they're like, hey, I'm trying to find a phone number for one of my stories and like the website's not working. And John Wilcox, who's been on the podcast before, he was texting me. He was like, hey, someone named the Bitcoin Baron is like taking over the city's (laughs) website. And I was like in class. I was like, what is going on? And we had Nick Laughlin, our cop beat reporter. He called Trey Hatt, who's the San Marcos communication specialist. And Hatt was saying, the site was never actually attacked by the hacker. It was taken down after the city's website provider um, had said that there was you know, a security breach and some, for security purposes, they took it down. It was kind of a preventative mm-hmm. precaution mm-hmm. sort of thing <laughs> going on. Um, and we watched, we went and looked, we all watched his YouTube videos or their YouTube videos, <laughs> this Bitcoin Baron. And in the YouTube videos, he's discussing A an assault that happened May 2013 during a traffic stop on a university student, and um, the student had broken teeth and a concussion because of the incident. And it was later deemed an illegal arrest arrest, not Mm arrest. And Palermo is no longer with SMPD, so we're all kind of confused because it's you know we're kind of going Mm -hmm. on two years after this.
1: I mean, Bitcoin Baron. I mean, it's obvious what he says in the video that he is not aware that Palermo is no longer with SMPD because he says like. I'm here to tell you that you're employing an officer that committed acts of violence like basically saying like I bet you know the, what he did and you're still employing him but yeah. they're not like yeah. he was charged yeah. with yeah, you know, he's, beating he's this of female student yeah. down. Yeah, so I just wish Bitcoin Baron read The Star <laughs> or listened to KTSW, and then That's, he wouldn't look so bad. Well, down. hopefully he listens to podcasts, because yeah. maybe he'll know now. <laughs> That's the other thing, too, is there appears to have been
0: no research done, because we've done many, like, we covered this incident. The Star covered this incident. KTSW covered this incident back in 2013. We mentioned it in one of our police brutality articles that mm-hmm. we did last semester whenever we were talking about um, the incidents in Ferguson, and we were localizing it. And so just a simple, simple Google search Yeah could have told the bitcoin baron that, that Palermo was no longer with SMPD and there would be no reason to attack the city's website. Yeah. So it's I, kind of, I don't know. I'm also <laughs> just
2: curious as to like what bitcoin's criteria is for like choosing to hack Websites or attempting to hack websites because like what city next? Yeah, because like, like,
0: does he have a special connection? Yeah.
2: Because I like, I mean, like looking at their YouTube page, you know what I mean? They have like different like titles. Like the first one is like Bitcoin Baron is untraceable. Another one is like Im- Image Controllers hashtag offline. And then another one I saw was like I I can get away with everything and the FBI can't stop me. So like I want and. I don't know. I wonder and he what plays the criteria Legend, is. Yeah. Like, mm. looking
0: at and his page. everyone who listens to our podcast right now, you guys should definitely go and look up the Bitcoin Baron's YouTube page. Not to give him like a promo here or anything, but it's super interesting. Um, the video that he posted, they posted. I keep saying he. I don't know if it's he. Um, <laughs> that they posted on Tuesday. It has photographs of the university student that was assaulted with their broken teeth mm-hmm. and like bloody kind of face. And it's kind of it's it's kind of shaking. Yeah. I watched the video right before we went on the podcast, which probably wasn't. The the best idea, but um, it's definitely something to take
1: a look at, and it already has over 6,000 views oh, wow. on his YouTube page, yeah. so that's very... I mean, this story was picked up all over Austin, and mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's mm-hmm. trying to figure out what happened, but... I, so I guess he got what he wanted. Yeah. yeah he got he got a, a little publicity bit of Publicity. Show,
0: publicity yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just hope that next time this person decides to try to hack a city website, it's a city that, like, actually had an issue. Like, I just yeah. don't know why you picked like Like, artist. the issue
0: is taken care of. There was no need mm-hmm. for this video, and in the video, it's so... Like stri- it's unsettling because the voice is a computerized voice. Yeah. It sounds like a computer. And is they didn't
2: reading really pronounce San, San Marcos correctly, no. but that's just that's just Well,
0: if he doesn't no. read the newspaper, you know, yeah. <laughs> it might not be just somewhere. like a simple Google search. <laughs> I know. How do you fine. How are you
1: hacking websites? But you don't know how to like yeah. type up like. Sam yeah. Marcus
0: police officer. Yeah. yeah, all you had to do was search the guy's last name into Google. And like that would, anyway. Yeah, anyway. And, and
2: speaking like to Trey Hat, you know, um, like we talked about like right now, I mean, it's like three years later, like several, yeah. several years yeah. later, you know, since the an- incident happened. And I had asked Trey, had this ever happened before? Has anything like this ever happened before? And he said no, like not to his knowledge. And it was just a complete surprise to him, you know, that several years later <laughs> this group is claiming that they're yeah. hacking because of this reason. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. thankfully. And I think it's
0: funny too, like. Is, was nothing else going on in San Marcos that someone was like, you know what,
1: today's the, the day. <laughs> like, I'm going to hack yeah. the
0: city's website.
1: Yeah, We really are in the future, though. Like, Whoever thought that like San Marcos, Texas, would ever get hacked, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Especially our Let's city, Bitcoin city, Bitcoin city website. website. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but on a positive note, the, the, um, the website's back up and running again, mm-hmm. so there's no problems with that right now, and we'll see if they continue to... Um, their threats, and then our quote of the week actually comes from from Bitcoin Baron, and I'm actually yeah I'm quoting the I'm quoting their YouTube video. Um, it starts off well, Shout it doesn't start off. It's somewhere in there. It says, "I am here to say that you're out of line, and I'm going to attack your site nonstop until I know Palermo is going to go to prison for a long time for what he did to this lady." And as we discussed earlier, I mean actions were taken <laughs> were taken against Palermo, you know. So it's kind of just interesting that he kind of has like, or he or she or these multiple people have this ongoing thing with. Palermo and the San Marcos Police Department. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if they continue any we'll attacks in the it near plays future. Out. We'll yeah. see, mm-hmm. see
0: what goes down. Maybe maybe something will happen maybe, now that we've talked about him on the podcast. Maybe he'll hack us next. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, our, the University Stars quote of the week actually comes from a different story, and it's from John Wilcox. Again, he wrote a story kind of trying to compare enrollment rates at the school to how many apartment complexes are in San Marcos, just because it feels like every single day. A new apartment is popping up Mm -hmm. new student housing is popping up somewhere and it's just kind of like is it necessary do we need it and he was able to talk to a geography lecturer here Mark Carter who specializes in land use planning management and conservation and what he was talking about was like it's really hard to determine whether or not enrollment is in line with off-campus construction and so it's more of like speculation than calculation and so in our quote of the week what he said was Believe me, if I had that crystal ball, President Denise Trouth would have me right next to her all day long, and I would be her special assistant for magical powers. <laughs> so we just thought that was fun because there really is. It is just such a big um, project to take on mm-hmm. to figure out how many students are actually living in these apartments because we do have such a large commuter population. And mm-hmm. so we just thought that was a fun little quote of the week. Mm-hmm. And coming up next week, the Texas Tribune is going to be at the university.
2: Yeah, and that's something that both KTSW and University Star will be covering, so I know we're all very looking forward to that. And the Texas Tribune um, Water Symposium, some of the panel topics will include Life After Proposition 6, The Battle Over Groundwater, how much more water or how much more can we conserve and why water along the border is undrinkable so those are going to be some of the topics that um, I'm going to be discussed and I'm really looking forward to this yeah, yeah.
1: and CEO and editor editor in chief Evan Smith will also be joining us to talk with Brian McCall who is the chancellor of the tex or of the university and they're going to have a special conversation so I wonder what exactly yeah. they're going to talk about i think it's so important for especially journalists in our area but for anyone talking about water in central texas is obviously so important i really like water <laughs> so I'm, i'll be there I'm very excited. <laughs> Carly really likes water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then um, a second story that KTSW will be working on is a, more, it's a party bus-like story. It's kind of an investigative, feature piece. We just want to look Ooh. into um, party bus like regulations and making sure everyone's up to par with that and kind of just talk about, I guess, the party bus scene almost, you know? So mm-hmm. its it's definitely going to be an interesting story that I'm looking forward to next week.
0: Especially I'm interested in listening or reading to the story, too, just because, like, We do have that party school reputation, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I always see party buses headed to 6th Street in Austin, Mm -hmm. so... That'll be, that'll be a fun story. And I know Carly is working on the um, long-awaited big suspense for this student government story she's yes, working on.
1: I have mentioned it on the podcast before, I think, and so I'm kind of getting it off the ground <laughs> today. Um, she's I, really excited. I'm very, I'm just, <laughs> she's dancing she's in the I'm studio. I'm so gay right see. now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing cartwheels. So I actually, right before I came to finish to do this podcast, I interviewed Lauren Stotler, present president student body president elect Mm -hmm. and I asked her a little bit about like student government what she's planning on doing but then I've also talked to I think I mentioned another podcast people who were on student government like you know 10 20 maybe years ago and just kind of talking about like what the experience means for Texas State and I'm just so excited it should be out Tuesday and I'm finally excited to get that I'm excited to finally get that on the paper. <laughs> will you be tweeting out the story? Like we be tweeting out a yes, link. Yes, perhaps I will. Um, <laughs> speaking of Twitter, I just changed my Twitter handle um, to Reporter Field, which Has line of th- the week? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is a pun. So you can follow Moving
0: me. Because <laughs> yes. her last name is Porterfield, Porterfield,
1: and she's a reporter. Get so it? So it's Reporter Field. Yes. Um, <laughs> after consulting with my counsel, I decided to make that change. So. We're feeling a little yeah. silly today. So, Kelsey, what are you doing next week?
0: Um, I'm actually working on a story about trees on a completely that is like opposite of student government. Talking about trees, the university was just recognized for being a tree campus for 2014, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to be kind of figuring out what that means. Um, and I know this seems kind of silly because, again, it's about trees, and you would never think... That you could go very in depth, I guess, unless you know you're doing something on trees. Mm -hmm. But I, when I was a photography major for like all of five seconds, (laughs) I was obsessed with taking photos of trees. Like that was my thing. That was like what I was gonna make my fortune on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It obviously did not work out. Um, (laughs) So I'm kind of reliving that by doing this story on trees, and I'm talking to the president of the botany club, and we also have a tree advisory council here at the university. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know. There's like a large group, like 10 people, who I guess make. decisions on trees on campus. (laughs) So that'll be a fun story too and I guess that's all we have for this week. Um, Thanks for joining us as always on Inside the Newsroom. Be sure to look for us every Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the University Star and KTSW's website. Leave any questions or comments on the Star's website or tweet at us using the hashtag NewsroomTXST. Don't forget to pick up the University Star and listen to KTSW every week.